What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are a dope recording artist with a brand new song knocking out right now. And I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, Jada Kid. How are you? Hi, I am good. How are you? I am good. Hi, 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 hi. Thank you so much for being here. It is a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's my honor. Thank you so much. What are you most looking forward to from this year, babe? Um, honestly, just peace, to be very honest, because I will be... I will say like in the past, what, maybe two years, it's been really hectic. So I kind of just feel like I need to get everything together, gather all my shit. Um, could we cuss before I can't see? Because I don't want to be doing too much. Absolutely. We encourage okay, that. Okay, yeah. Period. But, you know, I just need to gather my shit and I just need to find some peace within. And, you know, I just want to have positive energy around me. I don't need the negative shit. I have been through too much. So, yeah. I totally feel you on that. What are you most looking forward to leaving behind in, in 2022? Um, hmm, that's a good question because I've never really thought of that. I feel like I want to leave behind all the doubts that I have about myself and, like, again, to, like, backtrack on what I said before like you know the negative people that I kept around me so much because you know how like you good with somebody and you try to see the best in them but then when they show you their real self it's like oh okay so I kind of just want to you know leave all the negative stuff and you know the doubts and all that shit that I be because I will be honest I really I am like a really hard critique on myself and like I doubt myself in every little thing I do not just when it comes to music, like day-to-day life decisions and little shit. I always be having to ask myself, like, just seeing hmm, this or that. So, you know, kind of that I want to leave and just move forward and kind of just, you know, believe in everything I do, that that is what is for me, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, I love that. Now, for the people who don't know, 
introduce my audience to you and let everybody know who is Jada Kid. Well, I am Jada Motherfucking Kid. I am a Trinidadian born rapper slash singer slash producer. Yes, for the girls in the back. I have produced a lot of you bitches in this underground. I have produced a lot of tracks, but people just don't know. I be behind the scenes. Um, And yeah, um, I, like I said, I'm a Trinidadian, you know, shout out to the Trinis out there. Love y'all down. I'm repping y'all. Um, I am 18 years of age. I've been doing music for like what? I like to say like nine years. So it's always been a thing with me and music. So let's go deep into that. When Mm -hmm. exactly did you discover music? You said you're 18 and you've been involved with music for nine years. Talk to me how you discovered music at eight, nine. Honestly, um, music has always been around me and my family. Because like my brother, my sister and I, like we always used to like play music by my grandmother and like her um, balcony and we used to go out and dance to music and sing stuff and have our little mini concert really we was we were shutting it down she used to come out in there and she used to be like what is going on she don't know what the fuck is going on inside of this balcony but you know mm-hmm. music has always been in my life um I will be honest I never really saw myself going down the route of actually making music myself and like you know writing and all of that but um music has stuck with me because obviously um like it's been around all the time and also for the people that don't know i have a um a famous cousin and for all the like americans listening in y'all don't know what i'm talking about but this is a he's a soca artist um Mm -hmm. he's my cousin so i guess well i didn't even know like i was related to him until my dad told me and like he told all of us um but yeah and fun fact i've never met the man but I guess, you know, I've always had my mom sing to my dad, well, here and there. Now, I will say, I think I got a lot of stuff from my mom. Now, she don't take music seriously, but she can sing. She ain't no Mariah Carey or Ariana Grande, but she can sing. <laughs> I love that. So being somebody who didn't think that you would actually be going into music for yourself, when did you discover your voice? Um... I think I discovered my voice because when I started doing music, like really getting into like the whole thing and nature of it, I was mostly like starting to just write stuff and never record anything. I would put on beats on YouTube and like listen and get a melody and start writing down stuff. But I think it was around, let's say, hmm, 2020. I always tell the story like this. 2020 is kind of when I really found my song, my, uh, my sound. Cause that's when I released my first project. And I was really scared, but I was, you know how like for any new artist, you're like really hungry and you really want to go at it. And you know, you got a point to prove. I really found my sound in 2020 um, when I really sat down and I was like, you know what? I can really do this because I've gotten a lot of like praises from a lot of people here in Trinidad, like DJs and stuff. Like no shade, what people don't know is I had a lot of opportunities. I actually had an opportunity with my dad he has his friend who um, who does music and their son does music as well. And he was signed to a record label and they was going to fly me out. He was going to go in the studio, record some shit. And I was going to be performing at a school and all kind of crazy stuff. So I've had opportunities 
But around that time, the COVID pandemic hit and well, messed up everything. But um, I realized from hearing like a lot of opinions from a lot of DJs and like other people like in the music industry, they was like, you really need to like, you know, take this shit serious and like really push for it and stuff like that. Now, me, I always am a person and was a person still to this day, I think, where I know what I'm capable of, but the fact that I know I have to like put myself out there, out there, I don't know if I'm really ready for it, but I know it's an artist you kind of have to, because how else are you going to get known and how, you know, people going to know who you is, you got to put yourself out there. So, yeah, and after time, like getting all these opinions from all these high-end people in the music business and all of that, I was like, you know what? Yeah, bitch, I'm that girl. What's up? <laughs> Where do you think that hesitation comes from? Um, Honestly, I'm a shy person. And I, I may come off, like, from my personality or anybody that knows me. Like, I give off, like, you know, I'm this confident person. But in reality, I don't really like to be in the spotlight, if that makes sense. Where like, yes, I know I can, you know, be the moment and all of that. But when the light is really on me, I get shy. And it's like, damn, fuck. Because I, I feel like I'm always scared that I'm going to fuck up something or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want to like, you know, have like my bad moments. But I know in life, you're going to have your ups and you're going to have your downs. So it's inevitable. Of course. Talk to me about your perspective on yourself as far as a musician goes. Describe for me the moment that you knew you were talented. I think the moment I realized I was talented or like I knew in myself that like, you know, Justine, you really are good at this shit. I think it was, it was during my recording sessions of my first project. I was sitting down writing one of the songs, I can't remember the name. But like, I was really sitting and you know how sometimes like you, you do something, it don't have to be music, but like you do something and then you, you really catch yourself and you're like, damn bitch, I really ate that. I was like really sitting down looking at my lyrics and like just everything on how I put stuff together and just everything overall for that project. And I was like, damn, I'm really good. And it's so crazy because I'll be honest, and I say I say this a few times, even though I'm not vocal about it, because I don't really care to talk about it. Because I feel like when my, when my time comes, it will be my time. But I always felt like I never got the credit I deserve for the amount of hard work that I put in. I feel like I'm always working, even so this day, even though I don't release music that frequently. But I, every time I do put out something, I always be feeling like I have to prove a point to somebody. But it always feels like. I'm doing that, but nothing comes back in return because nobody really acknowledges the fact that, you know, I can really do this. And you girls just paying me dies, but it's okay. I totally relate to that. And I totally understand that perspective from a music perspective and from uh, just a creative perspective in general. Um, A part of that is really what my entire mixtape that I put out in 2021 was about. It was, mm-hmm. you know, a, a love letter to queer people of color who don't feel represented in hip-hop, who feel like 
the way that you do right now that the industry is just trying to pay us dust for whatever reason even though a lot of us as I'm noticing as I interview the more of you day by day are a lot more lyrical than a lot of these niggas out here today but you know we're not going to dig into specifics yeah Um, because girl we will be here all day if we do that (laughs) period because I have a lot to say (laughs) no shame (laughs) now we'll get to that a little later how did you land on your stage name I get this question asked a lot, and it's it's, it's gonna be so cliche or boring. That, it's very simple, mm, but I just wanna yeah, it's simple. Just get but, it out um, for you. Me, um, well, for everybody that obviously knows me day by day, I don't always go by Jada Kid. My name is Jasine, and like people, like my mom, and like I guess all my relatives, they just call me Jay for short. And I guess I always stuck with that, but I was I don't know what made me really like sit down because I knew when I was going to make music I know I needed a name but it was like hmm. I think I don't I don't really tell people this because oh it's cringy but at first um my name back in the day this was before I put out any music or at least if I do if I did put out music God pray to God that nobody hears it um mm. I used to go by Jada Brat and that was kind of inspired by Asian Doll because she was going as Asian Brat and I was like you know what Asian I fuck with you and I will be honest at one point Asian was uh big inspiration aside from Nikki of course but like I was really listening to her and like over time I was like I really do fuck with Asian like she is a real bitch she can rap yes and like when she was going through her name changes and shit and she changed it to, to um, Asian Brad I was like I like that Jada Brad it sounded cute at the time um but then after a while I was like okay no we gotta get rid of this no ma'am it don't sound right um and I, in simple form, I tell everybody, um, well, obviously the J part, um, a baby goat's name is the kid. So, you know, I'm the greatest of fucking all time. Like, J don't motherfucking kid. It's that simple. Like, hello. Love that. Now, how different or similar would you say J the kid and Justine are? personality wise I feel we are very much alike because even in my music I love to like sprinkle in my like my day to day how I might be talking to somebody like in regular convo I like to like just not take music when I'm doing music like as I gotta be in that state of okay I can't you know have fun or like play around and do stuff I like to keep my personality in my music too and I feel like personality wise we are very much alike yep I love that. Now, what was your first 16 bars about? Um, oh, that's, that's, uh, that's the interesting. I love, I like these questions, girl. No shade. Um, <laughs> Thank you. My first, hmm. I think like when I, when I put out the whole first tape, it was a mixtape called Underrated. My mindset of underrated was very much like I said, like a point to prove. So I think, I think it was in the, um, it was in the intro track. I think I said something about no matter what they say, I'm a winner regardless. Speaking on my name, but your shit is fucking garbage. It was just kind of like letting people know that y'all could say what y'all want, but the talent speaks for itself, mom. And I'm here to stay. Hey, talk to me about your writing process. How do you paint your head? Hmm. 
writing process these days i'll be honest i haven't write i haven't written a verse like handwritten pencil paper like on my phone in the notes i haven't written a verse in a while but my writing process i think like before was very much like whatever vibe i go off of when i hear a beat i always end up doing like a mumble track first I always mm-hmm. end up like mumbling some shit if I get a melody like that I like. I'll mumble some shit over the, the track and then I put words to it. That's how it always mostly was. But these days I just been going in the booth and I've been freestyling, girl, and it come out cunty. Now I will be honest. Um uh, when when I freestyle most of the time, I don't be knowing what the fuck to say, you know, shade. I be listening to the girls that be releasing. I'm like, yes, y'all giving me this, that, and a third, but I don't know what the f- to think of. I don't know what to say. I feel you. That's why I always say I'm a great ass writer, but I do not freestyle. Like I'm not that kid. Like mm-hmm. I, like now, if you want me to write a freestyle, I will gladly write some shit that just comes to my head, and I will write it down, and I will just keep going. But as right. far as you just standing there in front of a mic and just ah, girl, I can't. Yeah, I don't think I can do that because freestyling. It's, it's kind of like you always have to keep in your mind you don't want to fuck up. You don't want to make this sound stupid. Even though I think, like, if you're like me, because fun fact for the girls that don't know, I record on band lab. Some people may Word. still think to this day that, you know, um, I sound like I come out of a studio, which, yes, you know, don't tell nobody, y'all. I, I record in the studio. Y'all don't got to know. But um, I, I feel like when it, when, it, um, when it comes to, like, if you're freestyling in a booth, obviously, you know, you can tell them to cut it out and you can go back and cut in but like it's it's kind of difficult when you freestyle too because you gotta make sure that whatever you say makes sense because you know you freestyling you say a lot of shit and you mm-hmm. gotta go back and think that make sure that this sounds right with this or this rhymes and all of that shout out to all the girls that are blessed with that talent mm-hmm. what do you think is the realest thing you've written so far um there's a track that I wrote it's called same way it was it was kind of it's kind of like how I feel on an everyday basis the hook says I'm tired of feeling the same way the shit I'm going through is crazy and I'm really tired of waiting I'm running out of patience I've been so hurt feels like I'm cursed I'm running out of patience I don't know it just that song to me I have a lot of vulnerable songs but that one in particular always stood out to me because it's it's kind of like I feel like a very relatable song to anybody when you're like just going through it and you're not really feeling it or feeling anything at all it's just like I'm tired of feeling the same way that that was totally probably one of the realest shit that I've written I totally relate to that if you could yeah. name one of your if you could name one of your songs that would allow my audience to instantly get to know you what would that song be um, hmm. I would say same way, <laughs> same way for real. Too. That yeah, I feel like that. That's a really good relatable song. We're not saying too much, but it's enough to let them know like who you are, and like you know what you're going through or how you feel at the moment. And I feel like anybody can relate to the song like that. Absolutely, dope. Yeah. Who's your top five? Underground or like in general? I'll let you choose. Hmm. Top five. Top five. Could I do both? Like on the ground Absolutely. and in general? Um, in general, Nikki. Um, 
Nikki, Wayne, Vaughn, King Vaughn, rest in peace. Love him down. Um, I said Drake. Oh, I didn't say Drake. Drake. You did. And hmm, who else speaks to me? Like I really feel. Oh, and um, Kendrick or J. Cole. Okay. Oh, that, that's six. Damn. I feel like J. Cole, yeah. We'll put J. Cole there. Underground okay. wise, I know there's a lot of talented girls out there. And like, let me think. Junior, Juju Andin, um, yes, Logical uh, Zay. Love. Um, Trill TK. I feel like mm-hmm. it's really talented. Um, That's how many? Four? Three. Three. Um, who else? Who else? Jada Kid. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Um, and hmm, as much as this may be a controversial thing to say, because I feel like a lot of people in the underground have issues with this said person, but I feel like Nehemiah, as much as they want to say whatever they want to say about her, like talent speaks for itself. Talent speaks for herself, regardless of anything. Too. But yeah, that would be my top five. I love that. Now, what are your thoughts on the current state of hip hop? Um, honestly, it's kind of feeling dead to me. I don't know if it's just me that feel that way, but it's kind of like nobody's really putting out anything with substance anymore i mean obviously there's artists that do that still but i mean like the ones that get mainstream attention and stuff like that it's just like you know shake some ass wop 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 talking about stealing stealing this busting shots this that and the third and it's like mm, you're not talking about nothing for real mm-hmm. i agree what do you feel the music is missing right now hmm substance and like talking about things that are I guess what's the word I'm looking for here that could kind of what's the word what's the word damn something like of I don't I don't want to make it sound like this because this is not the way I wanted to come out but like speaking on more important things that you know like day-to-day what people go through or like you know I know I know politics is a big thing and like hip-hop so some people are kind of you know iffy about talking about it but like you know stuff like that I feel like music is missing shit like that because every day it's kind of just a a one two thing that goes viral on TikTok people shake ass and stuff like that I just feel like it's getting redundant I agree 100% actually but shout out to the people that do though Shout out to all the people out there shaking ass. Yeah. Let love y'all. you for what you do. We just don't need no more, y'all. But God bless you. <laughs> um, <laughs> talk to me about the moment that you'll feel you've made it as an artist. What does that day look like? This may sound corny. And I feel like it's probably a, a, a answer that is different from what other people may say. But I feel like when I do get the flowers that I've been should have gotten and like mm-hmm. people really see me for me and and like respect the artistry and me as an artist and like as a person that's when I feel like I've made it because honestly views and streams and all of that don't really mean much to me 
that may be that's just me I, I know certain artists they care about streams and they care about this that and the third but I just feel like it's more of a respect you know like I salute you when I see that you really do this and like you know you take your time blood sweat and tears and do this shit and you get commended for that that's when I feel like I've made it now it's okay. it's, it's nice to have like you know Grammys and awards that you know just to show that you know you are appreciated and stuff like that but awards and shit don't really mean nothing to me like that but it's a nice thing to have you know added to like having respect being respected and stuff like that totally get that you've heard of the game this or that right yeah would you like to play with me of course nice okay by jewelry or by property by property I feel like jewelry is a temporary thing you can always get jewelry of course get your body done or stay natural mm, this one is a little iffy no shade no shade there are um, no wrong answers here talk your shit there are no wrong um, answers here you are in a safe space me me personally I would say stay natural but mm-hmm. it's kind of like a 50-50 cause like I will be honest I have considered going down that route just not because it's like the trendy things to do or nothing but you know how like you may see yourself a lot of times in the mirror and you're like kind of mm, I wish I could fix this or I wish I could you know do something sure. so it's like a 50-50 with that I feel like okay that's too sign to a label or stay indie indie oh hell the fuck no no label is gonna <laughs> control me I'm so sorry I love that are you more into lyricism or talking shit a little bit of both but if I'm being honest I I, mm, I feel like talking shit gets redundant so like I would I would stay more on the lyricist like uh, being a lyricist because it's like you can see that you know you you know what you're talking about. You know you're giving some bars, metaphors, punchlines, and all of that. So you are man. Would you rather get a rapper for the feature or get a singer? Ooh, being that I rap and I sing, mm, I feel like I would Damn. want a rapper. Okay. Hey. Be in a group or stay a solo artist. It, it would be nice to be in a group. I just feel like with groups, sometimes it might get a little toxic. That's probably a harsh way to put it. <laughs> but I feel like I'd rather be solo because I feel like with groups, if a one group member realizes that one person is getting more attention and, you know, it's kind of like, mm, then shit happens and, you know, stuff may go left. And I don't need that. Absolutely go on tour or have a residency hmm that's a good one um hmm I think I'll have a residency I only say that now because I feel like I'm scared to go on tour I have never performed a day in my life I'm scared why you scared Cause people just people just go give me like anxiety, and I'm just gonna be like, oh my god, let me not fuck up no words. I mean, y'all gonna sing it for me, right? But like, let me not fuck up the words. Let me not embarrass myself on stage. 
I'm I'm sure if you put as much work into your stage presence as you do into your lyrics, you will be just fine. Because I've listened to your music. I mean, no shade. I be in my living room and in my bedroom putting on a fucking MTV performance. No shade. I be practicing. Because I feel like (laughs) I'm saying all of this now, but I feel like if I do have that time and I know people is really in the audience who or you know whoever is there that really fuck with me that's gonna give me the the courage to go out and be like yes let me perform and show you bitches how to yeah get my one two little dance break and all of that nah bitch come <laughs> not talk about you shy and you really ain't not in the I'm living right. room being normani bitch I feel yes it giving more money down normani down i ain't even here for that so would you rather do a would you rather do a sexy video or a serious video mm, I know in this industry sex sells but me personally I think I would do a serious video mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm still trying to keep to that 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 main thing of like you know I need you bitches to understand and you need to take me serious so I'm gonna do it and show it in y'all face until y'all really you know get it right <laughs> Even though I feel like a sexy video would give a shock, a, a shock um, factor in like a while, like oh my god, but like I feel like it, that dies down after a while. Sure, totally get that. Now, would you rather win a Grammy or win a BET Hip Hop Award? Oh, this! Oh my god. <laughs> spicy right girl wait <laughs> because the scammies is a little questionable and the ebt awards is questionable too um i feel like i would rather a bt though like a grammy is a nice thing to have on your you know your roster and like to show and prove but mm-hmm. because bt is black entertainment you know let me represent for y'all yes what's up I would like a BT. I would rather that. I dig that. Now, for your first single, mm-hmm. would you want it to be a be with a feature, or would you want it to be a solo record? Mm. I would. I would say a solo record, just because I feel like with features, you're gonna have another person, and it's like if it's like a first single where like that's the introduction of you, I feel like it should just be you alone. So that people could really get the full essence of who you are as an artist. I dig that. I dig that for sure. Let's say you're doing a mixtape, right? Mm-hmm. Would you rather have a mixtape of all original music or would you rather do an old school jacket for beats tape? Mm. Oh, this is a this is a good question. Bitch, how do I? <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is a tricky one. Hmm. Because I feel like it's good to take it back and, you know, like, give the people that old school, like, yeah, what's the kind of thing. But I think, me, personally, I would do the um, original. Hey, I'm here for that. Release an album or release an EP? Given that I haven't released an album yet, um... I'm sick of EPs, no shade. But, mm, no, nah, I would release an album. 
Yeah, for that. Two EPs okay. to my name already, and I'm like, I'm sick of y'all. Let's give the girls yeah. an album. Okay. Sound like you ready for that. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so last one on the this or that. For the first single, do you want to release a turn up song or release an emotional song? Um, I would release an emotional song because being the artist that I am, and I think this is like a fun fact as well, I have trouble making turn up songs because I don't be knowing like the formula to like making a good turn up song. I feel like I'm more better off doing an emotional song because that's where I feel like I can really get down nitty gritty and like speak some shit that I know people are going to relate to. So yeah, it's given that. I totally feel that. I dig that. Okay. I didn't expect that answer, but I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. What are you working on now that we should be looking forward to coming up? An album that yeah. people I know, some people that's gonna listen to this is gonna be like, bitch, this whole been talking about an album since 2021 and we ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> But no, well, so far, I'm, you I'm, still I'm be in Rihanna's record, so you good. Period. So talk to me about the album. What's coming? What's been the holdup? Why the girls beating down your door for the album? And what's taking you so long? Mm, um, In all honesty, writer's block has a, has a factor to play in. Um, I've been feeling like the songs that I have, a lot of the songs that's on the album that are done already, or songs that have been recorded, like, let's say, 2020, 2021. And I, I feel like, you know, music is music is microwavable. So, you know, you got to get something. And I want to put out something that, you know, is kind of like in the times now, like 2023. I don't want to give something that's kind of old. Now, don't get me wrong, bitch. Some of the songs on there is cute no matter what. We can play it five, ten years from now and you still going to give. And you going to live. Period. But it's kind of like, I'm hesitant to because it's my first album. I haven't given a full body of work to any, you know, I haven't put out a full body of work yet. And it's like, you know, as an artist, I think you always think of like, you know, what is people gonna say? Is everybody gonna like everything? Are they gonna really take this? Um, And also I've been feeling like, I don't know what is left to talk about. Like the songs that are done on the album, I was I was in the state of mind where okay I had something on my mind or I had a point to prove and how I was feeling in that moment so I did some stuff but it's like now I don't know because me I'm not the type of person where I could think of something on the spot and be like okay yeah I feel like I always need time to rejuvenate and then get and, and I think then I'll get back my spark and you know get back in my zone but I don't know That's kind of been the hold up right now. I feel you on that. So I need to add I'll... this too. So sorry. And sure, also no the fact it. that a lot of these hoes out here, y'all begging for an album, but when I drop a fucking single or I'm on a feature, y'all bitches don't stream. I'm not a bitch to beg for streams or not, not a listen or nothing like that. But bitch, why are you going to beg for an album if you know you're not going to stream? What's going on? Anyway. I mean, I mean, T though, just saying. Yeah. Um, how are you protecting your peace nowadays? 
not being on the internet i really have been i've taken a step back i don't think i have been that um active on social media since i released knocking um because i felt like social media is getting toxic i don't know if it's just me but like i mean to me i have this like um perspective but what's the point if i have nothing to really do or post or you know nothing to promote what's the point of being online because i'm just gonna be here for what so i've just been like you know offline kind of just going about life day to day and when i do have something you know i'll come back out and hey girls what's up i totally feel you on that i'm the exact same way if i didn't have this podcast to promote and if i didn't just so happen to do this podcast like a talk show and release mm-hmm. new at new episodes five days a week I wouldn't be on social media. Y'all would not know who I am, where to find me, or know where. No shade. I would be in the dust somewhere, people, and blissfully ignorant. (laughs) Yeah. The whole internet. Remind you, I'll be, literally, I think, I'll be honest, like, the past few days, like, this week, aside from, like, little business things that I have to do on the side, girl, I'll be at home sitting down watching Netflix most of the time. I don't be doing shit. I should be taking that time to be finishing up the album, but girl, I, I just, I'm not feeling it. So, girl, I'm going to relax. I need to be at peace a little bit. You're going to get that when you get that child. And when you get there, it's going to be that much sweeter because you're going to be mm-hmm. in the best headspace possible. And like so. I always say to myself, too, um, things take time. And I don't want to rush this project at all because I feel like I'm, I want to, when I release it, I don't want to have no regrets or like thinking, oh God, I could have done this. I could have do this. You know, I want it to be perfect. And I'm a perfectionist. I don't like to put out lackluster shit at all. Mm-mm, that's not me. And that's I'm not cold. shade to nobody because, you know, girls put out songs and it's cute. But, you know, I just don't like to be the one where, you know, damn, like I look back maybe a month or two after it's like, I could have done this. So, you know, this would have been cute if I did this. I don't like to be like that. I feel you on that. What's been your proudest moment as an artist so far? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Hmm. Um, my proudest moment. Knowing that I've inspired and, like, really gotten some people... So, you know, get up and really believe in themselves. Because I've been told that, like, behind the scenes with a few artists, they have told me behind the scenes, like, you know, you have been an inspiration to me. Like, you, when I listen to you or, like, you know, when I talk to you, you give me, like, all these good, encouraging words. And you make me realize that, you know, I can really do this or, you know, I believe in myself now, da 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 Stuff like that. Because it's nice to know that, you know, if I don't get the credit when it comes music-wise, at least as an individual, I know I'm doing something good. Then that's all that matters to me. Mm. That's absolutely awesome. If you could remake a classic record, what would it be and why? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I don't know. A classic record. Damn. I don't know. That's a tough one. Because, like, there are so many. It's like, damn. What would I... I'm trying to think for real. I don't know. 
Right now, I don't know. Just <laughs> giving like, damn. I'll let you think about it, and we'll circle back at the end. Mm-hmm. So let's say the folks pull up and they drop a bag on you, right? Mm-hmm. And they say you can put together your dream tour, take anybody you want to out on the road with you, call any artist you want. Mm-hmm. Who are you putting out the call to? Who are you taking out on the road with you? Oh, my baby Zaya, my baby Draco, Xavier, love them too. Um, who else? Who would I take for me? Um, I'll take Juju Andon too. Because mind you, a lot of people don't know this. Me and Juju Andon are, we go way back, like way back. I mean, you know how, like, in general, people fall out, or we didn't really fall out, but, like, you know how they, you just, you don't talk for a while, but then, you you know, you rekindle that friendship or that bond after a while. Me and Juju go way back. So, Juju Andon, Zaya, um, Xavier, um, who else? I would take Ali as well. Yeah, me and Ali have been speaking a lot recently behind the scenes. That's my girl. Shelly, if you listening, bitch, what's up? <laughs> um, I feel like, yeah, those are like the few names that will come off the top of my head that I would take. That's dope. I love that. So by your standard, what makes a perfect song? Um, oh, I am. Oh, when I say this, I mean this so much. And I'm. I've since I came out the gate, I've been heavy on this production. Um, making sure that people can hear you clearly because you can have the best bars in the world. You can have the, you can think of the best thing and, you know, you can write something real good. If people can't understand what you're saying, what's the point, babe? Um, production, um, some type of substance in the song because, I mean, if you're making a song, bitch, if you're not talking about nothing, what's the point? What you went in and got studio time for? Um, hmm. What else that makes the perfect song to me by my standards? I think my biggest thing is really production. I can't really go off of anything else because that's the first thing that comes off my mind. I'm really big on production. I don't like when people sound crazy. Like, you could be a good artist, but if you don't sound right, it's like it's a chop. It's a chop. I totally feel you on that. Yeah. Now, how will your music change the industry? Oh, you was oh you was on top of this for these questions, bitch. Oh. <laughs> no, because the Thank fact you. that I really never thought of this. Damn. Um. Thank you. So I much. mean, I think I bring something really different to a lot of artists. Given that, for one, I'm not the typical American artist that you know make it out there. It's kind of harder for me being a, a um a Caribbean person that makes music, you know, from the Caribbean, a Trinidadian at that. I mean, obviously, we have example Nicki Minaj. And that's why, to me, and, you know, when people talk about Nicki, I know it's because she's an influential person and all of that, but it hits different when she came from where you were born. And, like, Nicki has always been a big inspiration to me. So I feel like the same way how Nicki has inspired many, and, you know, she's very influential, I feel like that's me in a way, too. Like, I always say this and I manifest this. I'm going to be the second best thing that come out of Trinidad. No shade. I don't care about none of y'all other bitches that's trying to do it, but I know I am going to. Period. Um, but yeah, I bring 
I bring something different to the table that not many artists can do, I feel like, in my humble opinion. You know, different sounds and stuff like that, yeah. I bring something new and fresh to the table. I fuck with that. So what would you say you feared most? Success or failure? Failure. I don't like to fail. I, I just, I, because I'm telling you, if I, if I fail at something I know I'm trying to really push for, it's going to make me feel like, damn, you know what, I, I give up. Mm-mm. I just don't like failing at anything. There you go, Now, take that thought process and put it to life or death. Which one do you mm-hmm. think you fear more? Hmm. If you would had to, if you had to pick one and say this is the one that scares me the most, would you choose life or death? Death, <laughs> bitch. I don't know where I'm going when I die. <laughs> you don't know where you're going tomorrow either. That's true. That's true. That's true. You could walk out your door and your entire life could, could, could change. Yeah, that's true. And you Damn. Have no idea. No, because now that you put it in that perspective. I, oh, success, girl. See what I'm saying? That's why I ask these these, these questions because people think that's that they don't know just because it's unknown. And I'm like, but you, but you, yeah. But just because you're present in the moment doesn't mean you know what's gonna happen. You, you never know what can happen for real. That's true. Success, no, yeah. When I look at it at that way, yeah, no, success for real. Success, that's yeah, that's a scary thing, and a lot comes with success too. People just see the glitz and glamour; they don't know that it, it comes. It's more than that for real. Very much so. Now, do you think you found yourself yet? Sonically, or like in general? Both. No, both. Honestly, no. I still feel like I'm still figuring out a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like I know, like I'm, I know I'm, I'm, I'm very much positive and like confident in what I can do now and who I am. But I feel like I know there is just much more to me than what what is being shown currently. So I feel like not at the moment. I I don't think I've really found myself a hundred percent. Let's say I'm I'm at a good eighty right now. I think that. So, what does the person you've become today tell your younger self in retrospect? If you could talk to the person who wrote his first sixteen bars. What does Jay the Kid tell young Jaffine? Um. Hmm. What do I tell? Damn. I mean, like, I feel like when I was younger, I, I, I was very much heavy and doubt a lot. So, like, you know, just believe in yourself and know that anything is possible. And you can do it. Once you put your mind to it, you can do whatever you put yourself you put yourself out there to do. Yeah, I feel like that's what I would say. Nice. What keeps you up at night? 
Um, my thoughts. Oh God. Oh God. This is about to get deep. My thoughts keep me up all the time. I just be sitting there and I'm just thinking a million things at once. It's crazy. Um, I wish I could have saved my man. I ain't got no nigga, but um, <laughs> chill. But yeah, I just be in my thoughts a lot. I'll be honest. Yeah, and. As like even though I have friends in real life and like in the industry, I don't I don't talk to nobody like that. I'm always by myself. So I do get lonely, but yeah, that's why I be my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Now would you say you're more of an isolator in that situation due to fear or for preservation? I think it's kind of a little bit of both but not so much on fear. I feel like I'm always, you know, I'm just always to myself. I don't really, I don't like to, I always be feeling like in the back of my head, I always have this thought of, I don't want to bother nobody. So I'm gonna just stay to myself, you know? Mm, I totally relate to that. I'm just like that. And that's why when I have a lot of people that say, you know, you can talk to me or you can call me, you can text me anytime. Like I would say, yes, okay, I know. But I'll never get to do it if the opportunity comes up or like I really do need somebody. I'll always still feel like, damn, I don't want to bother nobody. I'll get through it alone. I feel you on that. What do you want your stamp on the music industry to be? Hmm. Um, I feel like I want my stamp, I just want to let people know that there is a voice for every person, no matter that, and that, 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 I say that in a way like, you know how, I want to say this because, yeah, well, I guess from my perspective, as Americans, it's more easier to like, you know, blow up, go viral, this, that, and the third, but like for somebody that's not like, you know, American and that really lives around everything and where it has more possibilities and opportunities, it's kind of more difficult. So I feel like there is a voice for people like me too. And I want to let people know that, yeah, I am here and there's more of me, you know? And don't ever, don't ever doubt a bitch like me. Like, hello, I will surprise you. I have a lot of things up my sleeve. You never know what you can get from me. No shade. I absolutely live for that. I absolutely live for that. Now, compare that to how you want to be remembered as a person overall. Um, I, me, honestly, I want to be remembered as the little boy from Trinidad that made it that, you know, as much as he got told, oh, you can't do this, you should not, you should give up, this, that, and the third, I pushed through, and regardless of what anybody got to say, I made it, and I show these people what I'm really made of. That's what I feel like. Period. Is there anything that you want to share with my audience and I about yourself or your story that I didn't cover in this interview today? Um... Hmm. I mean, I will say, um, I probably already like spoken it, but not really in depth. And I, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I've realized like with me personally in this industry, and I'm speaking like in the underground, obviously, well, I guess in general too, but like 
I feel used a lot. Like I'm 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 respected by like maybe a few. Like there you know how they will have people that say, you know, yes, I live for you girl or like, you know, they support you this that and the third and this is not when I say that when I throw the word support in there people think that I'm begging for like support or something like that. Girl, I'm not that type at all. Who is for me is for me, but I feel like I'm used a lot when it comes to like people with me, people just know that I'm this nice, I'm this nice individual that don't really be in drama or like, you know, I don't be around people like that. And I guess they use my silence or like my kindness for weakness a lot. Cause like, I don't be understanding. I be chilling. It will have a lot of times where I'm chilling on my, minding my own business. And just like that, my name is brought up in something. And I'm like, bitch, what did I do? Why are you coming at me? What you mad at me for? I don't bother nobody. But y'all always run into me when y'all need something. I was just thinking, could you this? Could you that? And I'm not speaking for the girls that I've done shit for because the people that I've genuinely, you know, took time and done shit for, like, out of the kindness of my heart, I love y'all down. Y'all should know yourselves. I don't got to say no names. But overall, I feel like, coming back to what I said, I think, in the beginning, I just don't really feel respected as I should be. And, like, I'm very, uh, I'm very unappreciated. And I mean, this is like a little nod to my my um my mixtape. I'm very much underrated. Girls really, they just see me and they think, oh yeah, girl, okay, period. But they don't really, you know, take the time to really understand me as a person or as an artist. Because bitch, a lot of the girls they say, yeah, girl, I live for you. You know, you you are good. This that and the third. But people, I feel like they just say that to say that. I don't feel like they really you know take the time to really understand me understand me like for real for real but yeah you know i feel used a lot in this industry bitches are weird bitches are fucking weird man that's the word i can i could only keep saying that because like for one i've never met none of these bitches that i've worked with shout out to my girls that i love down but you know there's people that expect so much out of me but bitch i've never met you a day in my life and you want me to do a lot. And it's like, girl, we're cool, but bitch, we're not friends in real life. Yeah, we make good music together. We have a good bond or friendship or whatever the case, but damn, bitch. And like, when I make the decision to like do shit for myself, then people be mad. Then, oh girl, she weird. She did, she did. Like, what? And that's kind of the reason why I say to myself a lot too, because I'm not a confrontational person. I don't like drama. I don't like back and forth and all of that. I just, you know, I want peace. Like I said in the beginning, I want peace. That's all I need right now. I'm right there with you on that. Like, I'm definitely not the mixy type. So, like, the moment shit gets weird, I'm like, ooh, ooh, gotta go. Can't do it. Can't do it. Gonna have to find somebody else to do it. You find somebody else to do it. Mm. I can't make it to this one. Sorry. That is too funny. Well, my last questions for you are what's next for you and where can we find you and all the things that you want to promote um well next up on the docket is very much the album i could give away the name because i mean yeah you know why not give y'all a little insight the name of my album 
I hope I, I don't want to regret saying this because then I'm very indecisive with names and like when I make sure I have an idea of a bitch. The name of the album right now and as it's almost halfway done is Therapy Session will be out very soon coming to y'all. Um, I'm considering dropping a single soon but I don't know. Like knocking I, I hope y'all still living for it. I hope y'all not tired of it but like you know I just want to you know put out something again just for putting out safe and a lot of the times I don't put out music because like I feel like I have to I just put it out when I feel like it um but yes an album is definitely on the way expect it middle of the year that's 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 what I should say I shouldn't give a date specifically but middle of the year expect an album for me I feel you on that I'm a yes And did you give your socials and like where the people can follow you? And oh yeah, and stream your music and do all of that. Me, y'all can find me on any music platform at J A Y Y D A K I D D. That spaces in between all three. Um, my Instagram is King and most of my socials are King So you can do that and find me. You know, hit me up if y'all want to ever collaborate. Producers, y'all got beats. What's up? I need to finish this album, bitch. Hit me up. I love that. But yeah. I absolutely love that. I am so excited for everything that you have coming out. Your story has been amazing. And I appreciate you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was truly an honor. And I really want to say, I genuinely really want to take this time to really thank you for giving me this opportunity to, you know, share a little bit of my life story and like me. Because I feel like I'm very much misunderstood. And a lot of people just see me as JDK. They don't know me personally as Jasim. So I want to say really and truly thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me this opportunity to, you know, speak and, you know, just let the girls see how I feel. Absolutely. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate you wanting to come on, share your story, be a little vulnerable. Of course. You know, that means the world to me. You know what I mean? It's an honor for me because, you know, as you have so eloquently stated, you know, the growth is weird. So, you know, the growth is fucking weird. Yeah, y'all need to get away. Get away, girl. Pack it up. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, people, you know, I, I try to, you know, make the girls feel as comfortable as possible when they come on the pod. But I understand why people get leery of, like, coming on people's plot platforms. Like, you know, yeah. the girls are messy. You don't be knowing what people going to ask or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, folks are exactly. weird. The, mm-hmm. the, the internet is psychotic. So I Oh, it is, girl. But no, I will say... For the people that's listening, I was a little nervous at the beginning, bitch. But my girl, she made me comfortable. I feel like this is my homegirl. We on a FaceTime call, bitch. This ain't giving no interview or nothing like that. Yeah, we just talking. Period. I comfortable in your That's how I want it. Want all my guests to feel by the end. It's like you know, because some people come come nervous. Some people come kind of on edge. They don't know what I'm gonna ask. They kind of like mm-hmm. you know side eye and they're like, okay, so what you giving? You know, you put the mess in the message. What is that about? You get what I mean? The, the, the girls get <laughs> You know, the girls get nervous when they hear that at the beginning. They like mess in the message. Uh-huh. But then by the end, you know, I always want them to leave feeling like they just got off the phone with their nosy ass friend. Mm-hmm. 
So that that's the biggest compliment that you could have gave me. Thank you so much. That means a lot. No problem. And I feel like another reason why I was kind of normal too is because I did listen in to your um the podcast that you had with Juju Indian. And I, wow. I kind of had a mind that, you know, certain questions may be asked again. So I, I kind of knew kind of what to expect in a little bit. But like, I was like, girl, you never know. She gonna ask me something. <laughs> I'll be like, ooh. <laughs> well, you never know because I try to keep the the um the um questions kind of consistent because I like my my um questions to, to tell a story over the time that I talk to you. So I want to go from like you you as a kid to what you think the legacy is that you're gonna leave behind when you're gone and everything right. in between. So the questions are kind of consistent, but they may switch up and vary just depending on the person because there the might person, be very yeah, specific yeah. things that I want to know about you. So, but usually they're pretty kind of the same. And then there may be one or two questions that I'll add in just depending on who it is. And if I want to know right. something very specific about you. Yes. And I have to give you a pause because what you're doing is an amazing thing. For real, for real. Shout out to you. Yeah. I do what I Y'all can. better give her a round of applause because yes. <laughs> she ate that. I'm- I'm just trying to be the black Oprah. You know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, on that note, children, that has been our show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation. And I want to extend a special, special thank you to my guest, Jada Kid, a.k.a. King Jocene, for blessing the Yay. pod. Thank you so much, bro. Thank you for having me. Of course, come back anytime when new music oh, comes yes, out, girl. when you got yes, anything yes. going on, when you inevitably join a reality show. Oh, Absolutely. yes. Or if you just want to come back and shoot the shit, just hit me up. Oh, girl, because you know, yeah. Y'all don't see me on here often. I'm going to let y'all know that. Mm-hmm. Period. Come back, talk shit, talk music. I'll be here. Period. Now, with that being said, I want to remind all of you guys out there listening to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message and misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye. What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.